0: And that drew rim.
3: Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio in the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the YES Network, and today is Wednesday, December 28th. From our incredible core group of NBA journalists, we're joined now by NBA.com senior writer Mark Medina. And Mark, we got a lot to get into. A historic night in Dallas last night, thanks to Luca. We're going to dig into that a little bit more in Doncic's play as of late in this season. Uh, You had a great conversation with Marcus Smart, Boston sitting number one in the Eastern Conference. And he also had some really interesting things to say about his teammate, potential MVP candidate Jason Tatum. And then we will preview tonight's matchup, Sacramento Kings, Denver Nuggets. Yes, they are playing again after just playing last night in Sacramento. but, uh, But Mark, thanks for being here.
4: Hey sir, thanks for having me. And it's crazy to think that uh, on any given day there's something magical that's going to happen in the NBA. And you know, lately it's all about Luka Doncic and his brilliance. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've seen many of his amazing amazing performances, but this one literally tops it.
3: Call it uh, Luka Magic for a reason. Just 23 years old and so they come in with a a 126 or come out, I should say, a 126-121 overtime win. Against the New York Knicks, of which they were down by nine with 26.8 seconds left in regulation. Not only was there an extraordinary comeback, but Luka, with the first ever 60 20 10 game in NBA history, has 60 points on 21 to 31 shooting from the field, 21 rebounds, that's a career high for him, 10 assists, that marks his 52nd career. Triple double. Um, and we mentioned the comeback was just extraordinary by the Mavs. Luka, though, scored or assisted on 16 of 23 of Dallas's points. In the fourth quarter and overtime, uh, but it, it's just amazing. Go dig in uh, of how much fun it was to watch this game. And here's Luca three-pointer over Julius Randle. Yes, sir. What jumps out to you about Luca? It seems like every time you turn, he he's doing something that is just truly incredible and historic. Um, and as I said, twenty-three years old.
4: Yeah, what jumps out is the the key word that you hit on, Sarah, historic. And this isn't hyperbole. When we talk about Luka Doncic's 60-point, 21-rebound, and 10-assist performance, no one has ever done that. I mean, he eclipsed guys like Wilt Chamberlain and Elgin Baylor. Uh, Wilt had two pretty impressive lines, one in 68 with 53 points, 32 rebounds, 14 assists. In 63, Wilt again was up to his brilliance with 51, 29, and 11 Two years earlier, Elgin Baylor had 52, 25, and 10. But fast forward to 2022 and Luka tops it all. And I think what's really interesting with these historic numbers is the context. This is a New York Knicks team that has been playing really well. Um, It wasn't like in the past years where the Knicks are struggling and a visiting star comes into Madison Square Garden and puts on a show. Luka put on a show against a very strong Knicks team as of late. And the Mavericks needed every single ounce of Luka Doncic's magic because, as you mentioned, they were trailing by double digits, and he—I wouldn't say—single-handedly carried them uh, to a comeback win. There were some, you know, notable contributions from Sp- Spencer Dinwoody having 25 points, Christian Wood having 19. You know, Javale McGee and Christian Wood getting that loose ball that led to Luka's uh, last-second putback. And that drew rim. but it all came back down to Luca's will and his scoring brilliance to put the Mavs on top.
3: Yeah, and brilliance is a word, and I think there was a lot of tension after this about um, so much of the, the tactics Tactics by you know Thibodeau and the Knicks defensively, a lot of single single coverage didn't double team him a lot, and you know that that's a strategy a lot of opponents, a lot of teams apply against a player like Luca. We've seen that throughout the course of LeBron's career. That you assume okay, let him get his because you don't want him to be able to pick apart of defense of, of how guys that can pass that well, see the floor, facilitate so much. I, I think just often you don't expect someone to to drop sixty on you and also have the ten assists and. Uh, just have fingerprints all over every part of the game. Dallas with their four straight win, currently sitting six in the West. MVP conversation, you know, I know it starts early every season. I feel like we start at the second week, the second week of the season sometimes at these points. But as we near here, the end of the year, heading into January, what do you think about Luka uh, and his MVP odds?
4: Well, he's definitely in the conversations, but as far as whether he's a favorite, I think it's really going to come down to what the voters are valuing in terms of are you really going to reward a player like Luka Doncic, who is putting up historic numbers, and you put it, you equate the fact, okay, if the Mavs didn't have him, what would they be without him? Or are you going to reward a player that's really helping a winning team? And I think when you look at the big picture of these things um, with the Mavericks, there's been a lot of talk before, there's going to be a lot of talk after about. Look, Luca's going to have these kind of nights, but his usage rate is astronomically high, and can he lean on his supporting cast? And in this game specifically against the Knicks, he did have a lot of you know notable contributors uh, from his teammates. But I know you know talking to respected announcers that you know well with ESPN's Mike Breen and Jeff Van Gundy uh, earlier last week, they really talked about the fact that you know not only does Luca need to show that he can further trust his teammates, but can they? Uh, earn their trust with the supporting cast. And I think the big picture sentiment from them as well as others around the league is that it's really often just going to come down to Luka having to carry the team. And so with that, I think there's an expectation. They're a playing tournament team at best and by extension with the MVP conversations. uh, I I would be surprised if he wins the MVP knowing the nature of how voters tend to want to reward players that are playing really well but also being on contended teams. But uh, you never know. I mean, what Luka's been doing has been very historic. So it should be a fun race, to say the least.
0: Got a late clock situation now, four seconds.
4: Luca on the dribble, away from Grimes. Oh, stoop to the
5: hoop. All right,
3: Mark, so you teed, you teed us up on a, a team, a contending team, a player that's playing uh, at his best with one of the best, Boston sitting first in the Eastern Conference. They've won three straight. Uh, you had a tremendous conversation with Marcus Smart. You can find that on NBA. Dot com, and he spoke about his teammate, Jason Tatum, who's putting up big-time numbers on this team um, that that has been towards the top or at the top of, of the Eastern Conference now for the better part of the season. Uh, fill us in a little bit about your conversation with Smart and, and his words that he had to say about teammate Tatum.
4: Yeah, well, Marcus Smart was incredibly candid and gracious with his time. We hit on, like, every topic imaginable. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah, I mean, we hit on Jason Tatum's play, Jalen Brown, him calling – not just those guys out, but his teammates last season about hey passing the ball more. We got into his defense and what it t- will take to repeat for Defensive Player of the Year. The Celtics strong start playing for uh you know Joe Missoula first year head coach after Ime Odoka was let go. Um, so we we really hit on everything under the sun as well as you know the lessons from the finals loss and how much you know injuries played a factor into that. But specifically with Jason Tatum, what I found very interesting were two things here. He said that. You know, when you look at the chemistry with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, according to Marcus Smart, he feels like this is the best they've played both as a tandem and individually because they're, you know, really reading the game really well, not forcing things. And they're really trusting each other, uh, not only amongst themselves, but amongst, you know, everyone else uh, and really being able to find that happy medium of leaning on their own individual brilliance, but also playing team basketball. And as it comes to Jason Tatum specifically and his MVP chances, I mean, you would probably expect Marcus Smart, a teammate, to vouch for, you know, another teammate for MVP. But his main two arguments beyond Jason Tatum's brilliance so far this year has been two things. One, you know, he's on a team that's at the top of the Eastern Conference. Uh going back to the earlier conversation about voters want to reward players on contended teams. But the second part is his usage rate. Right now. He's ranked second in the NBA in minutes played, around 37 behind Toronto's uh, Fred Van Vliet. And so while there are certainly other MVP candidates like Luka Doncic that's logging a lot of minutes, you know, Jason Tatum's uh, leading those other candidates.
5: Tatum, guarded by
0: Connaughton, tough shot. Wow. Man, he is hotter than fish grease.
4: He feels that as long as, you know, nothing goes off the rails, the Celtics continue to win at the high clip that they're winning. He thinks that it's inevitable that Jason Tatum's is going to hoist that MVP trophy.
3: Yeah, going to be interesting to watch as the season continues on, um, both how the Celtics play and the play of Jason Tatum, uh, a guy who has already hoisted that trophy uh, back-to-back times, the defending MVP, Nikola Jokic. He and his Nuggets uh, had a win over Sacramento last night. They will play again tonight. After the break, we're going to preview that matchup that's on NBA TV.
0: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know. Download the new DraftKings Pick Six app now and use code DK Hoops for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick Six. The crown
1: is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick Six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co/slash-pick-six-states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com/promos.
2: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future.
5: Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then, HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, we're back on NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak with
3: you, joined by NBA.com's Mark Medina. And Mark, it's been fun, you know, watching the Western Conference. I think there's been a lot of parody throughout, um, but one of the teams that, that has been on a streak as of late, has been the Denver Nuggets. Uh, and, of course, Nikola Jokic, who won won the MVP the last two years. He, he's putting up the type of numbers that you have the expectations. He will and continues to be in the conversation. Uh, they had a 113-106 win at Sacramento against a Kings team. That's been struggling. They're seventh in the West, uh, but they are just... What is it? Two games uh, ahead of Minnesota, who's sitting in 11th. They've dropped five of their past eight games. Damana Sabonis, we don't know the timeline, but he's been out with a fractured right thumb. Uh, Head coach Mike Brown was put in health and safety protocols on Tuesdays. So Jordy Fernandez uh, took over last night to uh, to coach the team. The Nuggets rallied from a 20-point deficit. Uh, Sacramento started the game well, and we're up 32-20 after the first quarter, but uh, but it was all Nuggets from there.
0: Murray quicks it, dribble on Herder Inside Joker. And a big-time
3: hook shot. What's your expectations about Nikola Jokic? Uh, you've talked about how voters vote. Obviously, it's uh, a very elite class that has won um, three three MVP trophies in three straight years. Uh, What are your thoughts on the way Jokic is playing and just what that may lend itself to if this continues um, in terms of MVP candidacy?
4: Yeah, well, it's no doubt that Jokic is posting MVP-type numbers. I mean, he's almost averaging a triple-double in every single game. And it's (laughs) crazy because some of these triple-double performances, they kind of look like ho-hum. And so we've almost gotten used to how brilliant (laughs) Nikola Jokic is. Uh, but, you know, that key word that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, historic, Nikola Jokic is also going to try to do something that is historic. I mean, the NBA hasn't had an MVP three-peat since Larry Bird accomplished that feat in 84 to 86. You know, Wilt Chamberlain did that from 66 to 68 with the Sixers. Bill Russell from 61 to 63 with Boston. And one of the reasons why it's been so rare for this to happen is, A, you know, it's very hard to be able to duplicate amazing performances season after season when you're the number one target on opposing team scouting reports. But the second thing is about voter fatigue. It's a very real thing, and you always wonder to what degree do some voters attach the quote-unquote narrative to their selective uh, choices. And so... It's not to pune uh, against the voters and how they weigh things. You know, I'm a voter myself, and I know that there's just so many factors that you have to weigh, and it's really a hair-wringing exercise that you really wait until the last minute because there's so many good candidates. I mean, we already talked about Luka. We already talked about Tatum. But in Nicole Jokic's case... He's uh, not only putting up the type of performances that won him MVP the last two seasons, but he is on a winning team. And think about the context of how the Nuggets have gotten to this point where they're among the Western Conference leaders. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. haven't been their complete selves uh, this entire season with just battling uh, you know, injury ailments dating back to last season. And while both players have turned a corner as of late in terms of their health and their performance, a lot of it has come down to Nikola Jokic having to carry them. And so it's that equation that we talked about earlier. Remove Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. What would the Nuggets look like? Not only would they not be at the top of the Western Conference standings, they may not even be in the playoff or play in picture. That's how valuable he is. And I know talking with, you know, people within the Nuggets organization, uh, they fully expected that they would that Nicola would have this kind of season. I mean Felipe Eichenberger, uh the team's strength and conditioning coach, he's known as the Jokic Whisperer and he's often told Nicola, Hey, I think you can win ten MVPs in a row. Uh we'll wait and see if that actually happens, but I know internally they always feel like he just finds a way to continue to get better. Nuggets Working through Jokic, as always, gets it back from Highland,
3: wheels on Barnes, and that's a mismatch.
4: But we'll see what ultimately that means with this MVP race, because, again, so many good candidates and so many tough choices.
3: Yeah, and, and like you said, now that they're starting to get full and healthy, sitting first in the West, a game ahead of New Orleans, two games ahead of Memphis. Uh They had some big games. You mentioned Michael Porter Jr. Um, He had 30 against Sacramento last night, as well as Jamal Murray having 25 to go along with Nikola's 20 and 11. So it's going to be a fun one to see how they follow up things here tonight. Again, at Sacramento, game's on NBA TV at 10 p.m. Eastern. Mark Medina, you are the best. Obviously, you can get all your stuff um, and that Marcus Smart conversation. Uh, Catch up on that with NBA.com. Thanks for spending some time.
4: Sarah, I got to slightly disagree with you here. You're the best. I appreciate you having me on.
3: We'll have this argument again next time you're (laughs) on. I appreciate it. Uh, And on Friday, Sean Powell will join me with some of the biggest news from the week. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, you know what this
0: playground could use? A wine country, huh?
3: A redwood
5: forest would be cool. Ski
3: slopes!
0: Wait! Did we just invent California?
3: Discover why California
0: is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.